All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope everyone's doing well and excited for another episode. To start off, a little opening remarks section. I want to know from you guys, what have you been watching on your screen devices? Like TV shows, movies? What are you talking about? I want to know what TV show you watched this week that was cool, what YouTube video you found in your rabbit hole of searching that was awesome, What, whatever. It could be a TikTok. It could be someone's Snapchat story. Any video medium. Ooh, you, know, you, want, you want to go I've, in or you want me to go? No, I'll go. I'll go. I've actually, I've actually cut out screens from my life entirely for the past okay, three, four months. Okay, then you don't get to yeah. participate in this I tell right. you, segment. It's been freeing. It's been liberating. I feel so much more at one with myself. I've seen you um, online on PS4. Before, far more people. realistically, I have been rewatching <laughs> Avatar: The Last Airbender oh, and like serious. reliving my childhood, and it has been so nostalgic. It's been so freaking fun. Um, that's pretty much all that I've been watching. I've seen a lot of people on Twitter have been rewatching Avatar: The Last Airbender. I never personally watched it when I was a kid, but everyone's kind of freaking out. I didn't both, even know it was that good. Both you two got to watch it. I don't. I just don't know if I'm gonna listen. Nothing, not to hate on the anime, but it's, just, not it's okay. hard to get into it. As far as you. far as anime it. goes, it's not really that anime. It's it it's is Nickel- anime though. It's Nickelodeon. Yeah, but it's animated. It's Nickelodeon. So is it just it the exact same show that like that aired anime. before, or did they make like a new thing of it? No, it's the exact same one. It's the exact oh, okay. same one. Okay. Um, I will say I probably will enjoy it more than you guys do because it was such a big part of my childhood. Well, I'm certain you will. But God, it's great. Like the the story arc, the character development for like a kid show is so well done. You just got to get over the first like season ish because that's definitely you can tell it was like oriented for like more like child audiences um but just give it a give it a chance you guys will love it i promise just trust me trust I, me and do it don't I think like about I it i might just get around it. to it at some point but i've got such a list of shows that like it's just kind of at the bottom did you do you actually have a list because you were asking me last week for know, recommendations yeah. well we we've been uh, we've been watching okay as far as my viewing habits in general you guys know this but i watch a a lot of old Nicky Merckx. I watch Nick Merckx. He's a streamer. I watch him a lot during the week. So as far as my just viewing habits in general, I watch him a lot because he's so entertaining. But when it comes to TV shows, we've been kind of rewatching stuff lately. Um, but but right now we're rewatching um, Breaking Bad, which is like, in my opinion, Ooh. arguably one of the best shows ever. Tori had seen the beginning, but hadn't seen all the way through. So we're watching it all I the agree. way through, and this will be my second time. I, I said that I would never watch a game because that show does not make you feel good, man. That show is dark. <laughs> no. That show is brutal. But And I thought I would hate it, but dude, it's it's not better the second time, but just knowing what's going to happen, I don't feel so bad. I can honestly just like enjoy the like genius of the show because of because I already know you know things that are going to happen, so I can just enjoy like how amazing the actual show is, and I'm actually yeah. really liking it. Have you watched El Camino? You've seen it, yeah? No, I haven't seen El Camino or like oh. the Better Call Saul spinoff. Oh. I, never, I never watched them. I, I got into Better Call Saul a little bit. wasn't like super, super into it. El Camino is amazing. Um, speaking of that, have I mentioned my uh, Aaron Paul stories on the podcast yet? Should I get no, into that? No, you haven't. But yeah, you could. this would be an appropriate time, yeah. Okay, I'll make it quick. This would be an appropriate I'll, time to share. This would be an appropriate time. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, let, let me just Permission jump right granted. in. I'll, I'll make it brief. About three summers ago, roughly, uh, I was working part-time at the burger place up in McCall. 
I think I've talked about McCall a little bit in the past. Uh, a little mountain town, whatever. Basically, uh, I was topping the burgers back in the kitchen. We have like a little partition separating the dining room and the kitchen. Um, some of my coworkers were like whispering, like, and I was like, what is going on? I went over and they were all like, look at the front. It's Aaron Paul. I look over. Aaron Paul is standing in the restaurant, my father's place at my work. And I was freaking out. I was like, shoot. So then uh, he ordered. I was, you know, I was busy working, going, going, going. And then randomly out of nowhere, Aaron Paul leans over that partition, gets my attention right in front of my face. Uh, He wanted extra jalapenos on his burger. Oh my so he, gosh! He, he looked. He looked at me dead in the eye. He's like, "Hey man, can I get extra jalapenos on that on that firehouse burger?" And I was like, I looked at him, gave him a little finger gun action. I was like, "I got you, man. Don't even worry about it." Dude, that's uh, that so is then legit. I, I made his burger and then I brought it out to him and his like two friends, whatever. Um, handed it to him. Uh, he's by the way, he's wearing the coolest shirt I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, he looked at me. He said, "And I quote, thanks, brother.'" And I walked wow. away. I tried to play it off so cool, but my heart was racing. <laughs> um, and then actually just a few weeks ago, uh, my dad and I were about to go hit the trails, taking the bikes out. Uh, we were leaving our neighborhood, and uh, there were two people on their bikes uh, just like riding down in front of us. I was in the passenger seat. My dad was driving. Uh, we got up to them. I just like happened to look over, and it's like Aaron, Paul, and I assume his mom were just riding bikes through the neighborhood. I made eye contact with them and we both smiled at each other and waved at the same exact time. I know for a fact he remembered me from that burger. That <laughs> no, that's an awesome but moment. It was wow. incredible. Oh, he's Turns such out a cool dude. That's actually I, Aaron Paul's mistress. You have, you're the only one with evidence. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh no. This is how rumors start. He's a great dude. I've no, never made a big no, deal no, about no, it. No. I've always left him alone because McCall is a beautiful place to go vacation, loved ones, family, whatever. Um, that being said, I do know exactly where he lives because he lives in my parents' <laughs> old neighborhood. I will not disclose <laughs> that for his own privacy. Is that where he lives? I, like, like, Permanently, yep. or is that just like his vacation home? That's his vac- That's his cabin vacation home up there. I know exactly home. where it okay. is. Yeah, I'll show you guys, but I won't disclose it on this on this large platform. So, <laughs> anyways, that's my that's my little Aaron Paul story. Yeah, when one reveals location, we go way the back. Twelve people who are watching. That's right. <laughs> he could be absolutely stormed by our listeners. Could be a real Not to mention the entire nation of Ireland. The entire nation of Ireland. <laughs> Ian, will you that's do awesome, your dude. best Aaron Paul Aaron Paul impression? Can I do the classic? I've heard that like everybody goes like. Hey, can I get ma- jalapenos up? I can't do it. <laughs> I've heard that way too many times. People like ask him to say "bitch" like Jesse Pinkman in, in yeah. Breaking Bad. Yeah, they, like, they ask him to say it way too many times. Apparently. Yeah. Um, well, I, I gave I gave you two phenomenal impressions just then. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, brother. And, oh, okay. <laughs> that's really how he said it. <laughs> that's exactly how he said it. I swear to God. Absolutely. Now, dead on. now he was super chill, but now he's a cool dude. I. Yeah, we go way back. Like I don't want oh. to brag about it, but that's kind of how it is. Cool. So, what's his middle name? Uh, uh, Samuel. Uh, Tanner, what have you been watching? I've been <laughs> well every night before bed. I watch that '70s show, but it's one of those things where I go to bed watching it, so I know oh, I've okay. seen you know, the first five minutes of the first four seasons, but I could not tell you what happens <laughs> for the last three quarters of every single episode. Yeah. But what I've actually been watching to completion is Peaky Blinders, and my God, that show is badass. There's nothing cooler than being a British gangster. 
Not I the still never did, got I, Hey, hold on. Did I put you on to Peaky Blinders or did you already know about it? Um, uh, a number of people put me on to Peaky Blinders. Okay, but can you just give me credit for the podcast, bro? You are, you are the reason... I watched the first episode three years ago, and you are the reason I watched the first episode. However, I did not continue to watch the show. That's Someone true. else came and reinforced the idea that I should watch the show wow. in the last wow, couple could, months. My word so I started enough. again. That's a well, fantastic show. It's not that your word wasn't enough. It's that there weren't enough words. Once I got, you know, two or three, four, five, six okay. people telling me to watch the show, then I had to do it. And maybe I'm romanticizing it, you know, but I would just love to be a British gangster. I think it'd be Dude, that so show cool. is that show is so cool. That is the most like the most badass. Oh. My favorite part, the thing that I just like, I think about when I think about that show is just Cillian Murphy's character and how Stone Cold Kami is doing the most like, like he has all these plans in his head and he, I whenever I make plans they crumble before my eyes and he just executes them so perfectly <laughs> perfect. and they're so complex and they always just. And it's not even, like, ridiculous that they actually happen. It's, like, believable. You're watching the whole thing. Like, holy crap, he's a genius. Yeah, dude, you're going to get absolutely ripped for saying his name wrong. But, yes, he's... What did I say? Cillian Murphy? That's not how you say it? His name's Killian Murphy. Oh, Oh, embarrassing. Oof. Oof. No, but his character is so awesome, dude. And And you, like... You don't even, they do a really good job making it, like, you don't know what his plan is until, like, exactly when it, like, comes to fruition, and you're like, no, oh, you don't. my gosh. You have no idea. What, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, it's a great show. That That's a definite recommend for me. That's a great show. That's that's all I've really been watching outside of uh, constant norm videos, but we don't have to get into that. Yeah, still, still on the, you've got to have, you must have gone through all of his content at this point. I've right? seen it all, I think. I've seen it all. <laughs> well... Are you guys ready to start the episode? Yeah, we can get into it. Um, anyways, yeah, recommending all those shows to our listeners, um, except for the ones that you know, except for Avatar. All of my shows. No, yeah, Peaky Blinders. You literally really recommended good. it. Oh yeah, to me. Peaky Blinders. You're right. Peaky Blinders. Do you want something wholesome? Great show. And enjoyable and lighthearted humor. Watch, Watch Avatar. Breaking Bad. If you oh, want to see people die, <laughs> get murdered, commit other heinous crimes, watch Peaky Blinders or Breaking Bad. All right. Let's get into it, boys. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Today, we are talking about gratitude so this can go in a lot of different directions i think i was just going to start off by kind of giving a little background of how i define gratitude and um and yeah just kind of go from there in my mind it's like kind of a i think there's a lot of synonyms for gratitude in my mind it's kind of like an expression of appreciation for like the things that like situations that you've been able to be put into that's kind of how I define it. I don't know how you guys define it, but I also kind of an important part of that definition for me is that we can also like pretty deliberately cultivate gratitude. That is kind of a, a choice that we have to cultivate. Um, some of us may have more like higher trait levels of it in general. Um, but um, yeah, I was kind of wanting to get some of your guys' thoughts on how you define it and things like that. Uh, for me, gratitude really is just kind of what I'm thankful for what I appreciate what what makes life that much more enjoyable for me I I'm a fan of simple definitions I'm a simple man um 
like for me, I'm grateful for mountain biking. I'm grateful for friends. I'm grateful for this opportunity to do this podcast and, and make meaningful conversations and grow in the meantime. Is grateful something you are or something you do? Is it a verb or is it like a... Uh, definitely both. I mean, you can have you. Why have, not both? You have trait and state gratitude, which we can get into later. But whoa, whoa, dude, I'm, whoa! I, 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 There's I some psychology guys, coming no, out. This that is one, not. Shoot. First of all, that is not really. But I mean, it is. But we're gonna get way more psychological than that today, boys. I'm Ooh, sorry. I'm excited. But Tanner, I'm go excited. ahead. Um. Well, I don't. I don't. That's what I think. I don't know if it's a verb or a thing. I guess you'll have to try and convince me one way or another. I've. I probably think of it more as a verb. I think you have to like sit down and be intentional about being grateful and so i think it's being gratitude is about taking time occasionally to stop think about what is going good for you what are things that cause you to be where you are where you are at the time and like what what's important and what what caused you to you know be successful i guess so i think it's a verb but you know i don't have much more than that yeah I mean, the way that I see it, I agree with you. It's it's a, like I talked about, it's like a very intentional, it's definitely an intentional thing. It's something that you have to, to kind of have um, agency over. But also there is like such a thing as like trait gratitude as in, as far as like personality measurements go, basically how, basically kind of like a stable trait over time of how, how um, open you are to being, you know, having gratitude just throughout your life. But then uh, the, the way that you cultivate that, like I talked about, is by doing it and by, um, you know, people with high trait gratitude, they do, you know, they do it. So I think it's definitely both, um, it, at least in my understanding of it. So it, be, it, be, it can be kind of like a, a habit you form. Yeah. And it's also, you know, it's not like um, it's not something set in stone, obviously, yeah, it's something that's pretty malleable that you can kind of shape and be intentional about for sure. Now that we have kind of a firm grasp on what it is, uh, why is it important? Like, what is what is the point of being grateful? What does it do to you? Oh, right, we want if we want to get into it right away. I mean, there is so so many. Um, this is uh, just right off the bat. This is like a a pretty decently big thing in psychological research right now is gratitude intervention and the role of gratitude in a whole number of different outcomes. And, um, so it's pretty big now. Actually, even it's so big that even I'm not involved in this particular study, but there's a study in, um, my actual lab right now that some of my lab mates are doing about gratitude. It's really big right now. Um, I could get more into that study later, but basically it's just kind of in a nutshell, a few of the things and then I'll have you guys kind of respond or react to that is it's tons of studies showing, that gratitude basically lessens your use of um, like negative emotion words. It kind of shifts your attention away from negative emotions, which lessens um, rumination, which is like basically um, thinking about negative things pretty, um, you know, over and over again is basically what rumination is. And it just is also a mindfulness technique where it makes you more mindful of the good things in your life. Um, so that's a, a big thing that it does. I want to get into like some pretty specific psychological effects. Um, but before I do that, I wanted to hear kind of some of your guys' thoughts on what you think it's, you know, its purpose is and the value that it's had in your life. Up you to this can point. hear some of our, our low level thoughts because obviously none of us are going to hit this psychological. All of my thoughts are basically off the cuff what I feel. So like what I thought when I saw, you know, why is it important to be grateful? I thought about the times that I, well, actually for a moment I just sat for a second and like, okay, I was like, let's be grateful for a second. And 
Um, I thought about, you know, the fact that I have the ability to sit at a computer and make a podcast. Not a lot of people can do that. I had the privilege to like own the technology to do that. I was able to spend the time, like learn how to do whatever was necessary to make it happen and all these things. And eventually like, you know, it, it did like, I felt that effect you were talking about where all of a sudden, like the negative thoughts go away all of a sudden. It's like, why, why would I be right. so sad about small little dumb things when there's all these things right. those and that was such a small example of something that was going good for me there's like so much more not to flex yeah. there's a lot more that's going on good <laughs> and so first it was just like all of a sudden I was like why am i why would i freak out about anything really mm-hmm. it's super interesting because yeah it doesn't i think what it does is it doesn't invalidate like those negative emotions that you feel like things in your life are still going to suck they're going to make you feel sad they're going to make you feel angry but it definitely is huge in that way that you just described. And even in just such a short segment of giving you just a lot better perspective. And I sometimes, sometimes I have a hard time just, just doing what you kind of did and just sitting down and doing that gratitude thing. I do, I do try and do that. But with like one of the strategies that I use that I really like is basically the same thing, but just a little bit different of a form is I do this thing that's called mental subtraction. Um, and I don't know what this might work for you guys. I don't know, maybe for for our listeners too, but this is how I like to practice it the most is I think, um, and sometimes I don't know if I, some people can maybe think this is like depressing, but basically what I do is I think of something good in my life. Like, man, I had the opportunity to, you know, make it into grad school. Like the first time that I applied and I think about, okay, what if that was gone from my life? So I subtract that. What would my life be like? And I'm like, man, like grad, grad school is stressful. And like, there's a lot of things, um, you know, that I have to, that I have to deal with, but when I do that mental subtraction and think about what my life might've been like, you know, if I didn't make it in, it would still be pretty good, but like, it's just a real like blessing and opportunity. And that kind of makes me realize, um, feel that gratitude piece. Um, or there's tons of other things that, you know, you can do it with, you know, I, I've just had, I have a lot of things that I, I can do the mental subtraction for and say, man, if that wasn't in my life, if that good thing didn't happen in my life or wasn't in my life, what would my life look like? And for me, that's a huge way to cultivate gratitude and to be like, wow, like, um, you know, I've got all these good things going. And like you said, those negative things that we tend to try and focus on, they start to kind of melt away, at least for that moment. Um, and I think that's a super powerful thing for me. Definitely. That's a super interesting exercise. I don't think I've ever heard of that before. Yeah. It's kind I've of, a, it's of- a very, it's like an opposite take on it because a lot of times you think of gratitude as like a positive and by positive, I mean like adding yeah. something on where you're like, I'm grateful for this. Um, yeah, so it's just kind totally. of a different approach. You, that's obviously a great approach. And I use that one too, but it's just kind of the a different approach for, you know, it's, yeah, that's attractive. Yeah. The, the only way that I've, I've ever practiced gratitude in my own life is kind of by, you know, that, that addition concept. I don't know. Um, I'm going to give that subtraction concept a, a try and see what that's like. I'm going to try to multiply. <laughs> Tanner's going to come up with a new, uh, gratitude multiplication. Mental multiplication. <laughs> we'll go through a live session guided by Tanner next podcast. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. We could do mental Tanner. addition where it's like, what would your Tanner. life be like if something good actually happened? Tanner will single handedly change the trajectory of psych- psychological studies as we know it. Look at that. That's right. Just changing the perspective <laughs> a little bit. Mental. Yeah, whatever. Mental multiplication. I'll figure out what that means by next episode. I'll get back to you. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Uh, yeah, just to touch on kind of what gratefulness looks like for me and what it means for me and I guess just kind of in general the utility of gratification for myself. Um, it's really just a way for me to keep myself in check. 
Um, I think so often it's it's super easy to sink down into negative mindsets, no matter what stage of life you're in, no matter where you're at with work or relationships or anything. I think it's I think it's super easy to kind of get you know stuck in a rut in a mindset once you get used to your current uh, situation and and really focus on the kind of the negative things in life. And by choosing to kind of identify specifically, you know, the good things um, and, and kind of take note of what you truly are grateful for in life, I think that's a great way to kind of get yourself out of that, you know, negative mindset, get yourself out of the gutters in a way and it really just kind of kind of just take note of of what what things in life are going great and 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 focus on less negativity in general that's that's the whole utility for me um i do try and be pretty pretty routine about setting setting aside time to say what am i thankful for today what am i thankful for this week this month um what's going well and 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 now with with that tool that exercise that you mentioned Luke I think that's going to add kind of another another tool to my tool belt I guess you could say so I'm excited to give that a try and 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 let you guys know how that works for me Yeah I think it's yeah I think you make a lot of of good points I mean there's for some reason we always have this tendency no matter how good things are going to like pick out those negative things and that's why I think you know, you have to kind of have a very um strong intentionality about about doing the gratitude thing i mean it's it's a practice um you know some of us have a little bit more of a of a leaning towards it and and make it a little easier for some of us but it's definitely at its core it's, it's all about a practice and kind of going against that tendency to want to just look for the negatives that are going on in in life not to say the negatives are bad and we should ignore them. I think the negatives are just as important as the goods. And I, th- I think that keeps perspective in check for sure. But no, I completely agree. So now that we've kind of shared our dumb surface level observations about gratitude, I kind of want to know about the psychological deep, you know, real scientific stuff that you probably have in your pocket here, Luke. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, a lot. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff about gratitude going on in the psychological world. Um, I'll try and, you know, explain it pretty, pretty easily um, and not get too crazy with it, or at least explain the words that I use that sure, might like be a 12. little different. Okay, perfect. Perfect. That's, I mean, that's what I usually do. So that shouldn't be too hard. Should be too awesome. Hard. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to kind of get into a few studies because I think that's the easiest way to explain some of the things that we're seeing with um, basically increased gratitude. Most of these studies, they do uh, gratitude interventions. And so we're looking at results directly from like specific treatments of gratitude interventions um, this first study, um, a lot of neuropsychological things and, and things with um, hormones and neurotransmitters that, that go on. So what they found is in the group that they did um, uh, the gratitude intervention with, they found that it led to a 23% reduction in their cortisol. Basically what cortisol is, everybody's kind of heard of it, but um, not everybody knows kind of what its function is. It's basically what's released um, in your body. Um, it's the stress hormone in, in reaction to stress, um, kind of um, starts the physical arousal in your body and things like that. Um, so a reduction in that kind of shows that there's just less stress going on. And cortisol is not necessarily a bad thing because, you know, it protects you from danger and things like that. Um, but in high, in high levels, cortisol is pretty dangerous because it kind of, um, 
there's also basically like fat is basically a byproduct of when cortisol gets released. And so you can have some issues with um, heart attacks and, and clotting and things like that. So just from this gratitude intervention, they found a 23% reduction in, in cortisol, which is really cool. Um, another physical um, thing also that's kind of a, a mind-body connection between with this gratitude intervention is they found that 80% of participants, which is just a huge number, exhibited increased what's called heart rate variability, which is a sign of reduced stress. And actually my lab does a lot of work with heart rate variability. Um, I've done some pretty hands-on like measurement and and um, data scoring with heart rate variability. It's a really cool way to tell a lot of things about a person's, um, basically how the mind and the body are and their physical reactions are connecting. Um, and increased heart rate variability typically is is a good thing. And basically what heart rate variability is, is that you have, you know, you have your heart rate, you have your beats per minute, um, you, you know, say you have 60 beats per minute, that's your heart rate. What your heart rate variability is, is that those, those beats aren't happening. You know, if you have 60 heartbeats, unless it's a very rare case, those beats aren't happening on the second. You're not having a beat at one second and a beat at two seconds. There's um, a variability in the time between the beats. And that's what HRV, that's what heart rate variability is. What's cool about HRV is that it tells us a, a lot about a person's um, autonomic nervous system, which is basically, um, simply put, I mean, it's, there's two parts. There's your sympathetic nervous system and then your parasympathetic. Um, your sympathetic is, um, in simpler terms, it's like that fight or flight um, that gets activated um, in your body. And then your parasympathetic is just the opposite process. It's what relaxes your body, kind of um, brings it down after it's been you know, um, aroused by some sort of stressor or something like that. So HRV tells us a huge amount about this. And, um, basically what happens is that your, I don't want to try and get too like technical with it, but there's a part in your brain called the hypothalamus and it processes, um, information. It's, it's a big information processor and especially, um, you know, things like stress and, and other things like that, uh, kind of instigators, the hypothalamus will through that autonomic nervous system, tell your body to engage in either more of that fight or flight or that relaxation through the sympathetic and parasympathetic systems. Um, what a high heart rate variability actually tells us is that those sympathetic and parasympathetic sympathetic systems are kind of balancing each other. They're both sending things to the heart and they're balancing each other out. And so if you have a resting heart rate variability that's high, that's going to show that you're having better resilience to stress and all a, a number of really good outcomes um, uh, come from that. Um, and that you, if you have kind of a low HRV, that usually that sympathetic system, which is the fight or flight, is overpowering the, the parasympathetic. And so um, this leads to a lot of things, depression, anxiety, or higher risks, um, and also like physical things. So I think what's really cool about this, and I'll, I, don't, I wanna let you guys kind of get some thoughts in um, here in a second, um, but I have some more things, a few more things to talk about. But What's really cool about this, I think, is it just shows such a huge connection between the mind and the body and the things that are going on in your mind. And especially if you are intentional about about gratitude um, and doing some of those practices that we've talked about, how that can really regulate your actually regulate your physical body and the way that you're I mean, it, it's literally changing the way that your heart is beating, which is really fascinating to me. It's something that I'm super interested in. Um, but I'll let you guys kind of get your thoughts in on 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 that. And first things first, when you say physical arousal, my mind goes to one place and one place only. So I like to clarify what that means. 
Yeah, physically, yeah. See, my mind no no longer from my psychological training, no longer does arousal go straight there for me. Arousal is just your body. <laughs> when I say physical arousal, it's just your body kicking in that fight or flight response, your sympathetic nervous system kicking that in. That's all that I mean. You know, higher heart rate, things like that. Okay. My second thought was hypothalamus. What a fun word. It is. Lots and of also, cool the brain. did I hear you right in saying that a resting heart rate can be good? A high resting heart rate can be good. So not the heart rate, the heart rate variability. Oh, okay, 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 good. I was like, yes. mm-hmm. that goes yeah. against everything I've ever been told in my life. Yes, no, yeah, they're, they're very, they're often, you're not the only one who makes that mistake. A lot of people kind of mix them together, but your heart rate variability is just the variable of time between your beats, not the number of beats. Okay, cool. That concludes my thoughts. Yeah, geez, gosh, a lot of information. Um First, I'd love to say, like, I just like hearing you talk about it. It's like, it's not, I, I haven't really heard specifics on your research before. Um, but I know there's something like you're super, super passionate about. Like this, this what is what really gets you going. I love hearing what you will find, what you find passionate and all that jazz. Yeah, Luke, hearing you talk about this stuff, I'm sure it gets you physically aroused. <laughs> it gets me, yeah, gets in me the scientific aroused, sense. Uh, I don't know, maybe a little bit more in the sense that that uh, you're referring to as well. What? Uh, <laughs> well, let's keep moving on. Let's keep moving on. You know, you know, let's keep moving on. I mean, even this is um, actually most of the stuff is not. I mean, it's it's, it's research and stuff that I've um, done recording for in like lab visits and stuff. But I'd actually right now like the research project I'm primarily working on doesn't have to do necessarily with HRV, but it's just something I've been um, exposed to here in my my year of being in grad school, and it's super fascinating how it's it's really a marker for just a a huge number of other things. Um, and so it's a really fascinating measure that we can look at in all, all different kinds of, of science. Um, I'm going to, I'm just going to get right back into it because I want to talk about it a little bit more. And then I want, I'll get over the, you know, the psychology, the neuropsych piece so that we can, you know, talk about it and get more into maybe some personal examples more and stuff. But, um, something else that I think is really interesting and basically all this stuff is, is really just going to be to say, listen, if you don't quite understand how this works, gratitude is, um, it's like really good for you in a huge number of different ways. Um, so I want to talk about just another, another, another few points, um, that kind of have been found in, in psychology pretty recently. I know there's been lots of experience that have shown that, um, practicing gratitude, um, regularly you have, um, individuals who practice it regularly, they have a greater activation in a part of the brain. I won't get into it, but I'll just kind of name it. But um, a part of the brain that's called the medial prefrontal cortex. This is a part of your brain that's involved in um, things like learning and, and kind of decision making. But basically what this tells us is that um, practicing gratitude, you have that activation in your medial prefrontal cortex. And that kind of tells us that this has a lasting effect on like your brain and your actual neuro, you know, your neuroanatomy. Um, it, it kind of because that area is involved in learning, it will actually like, if you practice gratitude, it'll train your brain basically to be more sensitive to, um, gratitude down the line, which I think is a really interesting idea that just by practicing it, you can actually start to change your neurochemistry to where it will be easier for you. The more that you go, which I think is really encouraging for me. Um, because sometimes it feels kind of cheesy or kind of weird to practice gratitude, but, um, the idea that I can add that by, being pretty intentional about it, I can actually start to make it easier for myself. It definitely makes it more, you know, accessible and, and easier to do for me or to, you know, to make that step. Speaking of cheesy, do you guys want to talk about some things that you're grateful for? I'd love to. 
I'd yeah. love to. I mean, I'll Not start me. since I brought it up. And what do you have to say? No, go for it. Go for it. Oh, okay. I'll start. Um, so like, like I said, when we were doing this, I kind of stopped and thought about what I was grateful for. And, you know, some of this actually relates to some of the things like I realized on the podcast, there were a couple moments where I kind of trashed my job and my career a little bit. I didn't really trash it, but I said <laughs> that I didn't like it that much. But then I thought about it, how there was a time in my life where I would have like dreamed of doing the job I'm doing at the moment. Like there was a time where I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to get a job. And now that I have one, it's like all of a sudden I forgot that this is like what I was going for. And so it, it was helpful for me to take a moment and realize this is what I was trying to do. And uh, the things that I'm thinking, you know, sometimes negatively about it, well, they're sometimes valid. There's a lot of positives. I'm just kind of forgetting about some of those positives being like my coworkers are awesome. I have no issues there at all. I know there's a lot of people who get into jobs where their bosses suck or their people they work with suck. That is absolutely not the case where I work. It's awesome. Also, the PTO is amazing. I, the, the ability to go and take a break and not have to worry about, you know, getting behind or having people like be angry that I'm not there. Uh, is awesome. Being able to leave and have a life outside of work is great. Um, the work itself is engaging. I feel like I'm learning a ton being here. And then also just the money, the ability to use the money, not just for money's sake, just, but to like be able to explore things like my music production hobby I picked up. Well, you can do it on a small budget. It, it can take a bit of money to buy some of the software that's necessary to get into it. And so that's something that I would have not been able to do if I didn't have a means of making income. A couple of the things I'm grateful for were my roommates. Uh, I kind of thought about how there's a lot of my friends who don't have roommates at the moment. They still live at home, not even necessarily by choice, just because they don't have people that they could like group up with and get a place together. And I didn't realize that, you know, I forgot that that was something that I'm really lucky and like, it's good that I have that. And it's not something that everyone has. And I was like, I thought about that. And I'm like, dang, this is actually awesome that I happen to have, you know, three people that were down to live with me and share a place with me. And we all like each other and it's, it's like a That's good a environment. Yeah, it you is. You should be grateful for that. I, know, I didn't <laughs> realize kidding. that. Like I just thought, no, no, you're not kidding. That's serious. No, I, mean, like, I mean, live, I mean, living with you, I was, you know, I was joking. Oh, but I see what you're saying. Rude. I was saying it's a miracle. I was, yeah, I was saying it's a <laughs> miracle. You found, not wrong. You found no, three people who, you know, who would live with you. Well, but so you're we right, have our fair saying. share of arguments, but we always <laughs> get over it. And, uh, we always come out closer, I think. And finally, I think I don't say this enough. I'm grateful for my parents. And I don't think I'd be who I am if it weren't for them. A lot of my friends, like, they'll tell me stories about how their parents, like, were always on them about making them play certain sports, do certain activities, always reporting where they are, had to be home at a certain time. And while maybe that was necessary in some cases, it definitely wasn't in my case. And I'm very grateful that my parents kind of let me kind of be do what I want as a, you know, while I lived in their house. And I feel, feel like that contributed a lot to my development and led to where I am today. And so I just, I think that's important for me to say is I am grateful for that. That's all I'm grateful for. I have nothing else. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, just, I don't want to get too far into that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's I mean, my main things. When you really think about it, there's like a, just a huge number of things that we could, you know, we could mention, but you hit on a lot of great ones. Um, Ian, do you want to go next or I can, I don't care. No, I would love to go next. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Where to begin? Uh, gosh, I'm thankful to be alive. I can't Always imagine not being alive right now, you know? Exactly. Um, and that, gosh, I think that's one of the easiest things to take for granted. That's and that's kind of one of my biggest fears is taking life for granted, you know? So I always try and be mindful of that. 
um, like Tanner said, I'm thankful for my work. Um, I'm thankful for you two. I'm thankful for this opportunity to pick up this new hobby that I never thought I'd be into or never thought I would enjoy. Um, extremely grateful for that. Um, I'm ex- extremely thankful for all my other friends, my family, um, really like my support system who's not to get into it too much, but who's helped me through some some less than ideal things lately. Um, if it wasn't for that, I'd, you know, being on your own would not be easy. Um, I'm thankful for where I live. I love Boise. I love Idaho. Um, I love how accessible all my hobbies are. I'm thankful for mountain biking and bikes in general. I've touched on that a bit in the past, but gosh, I freaking love bikes and I can't get over it. Uh, I literally, <laughs> literally before we started uh, the episode recording just now, I just got back from a ride uh, to get a little personal. I haven't even showered yet. Uh, oh, I, gross. So I'm still, yeah, I'm so still riding that. the same, you know, room or even state. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Yeah. Good thing for you guys. <laughs> um, but no, I got back from the ride. I cleaned my bike and boom, I'm here to record with two of my closest friends. Uh, not many people get to do that, you know, back to back two things they, they love and they enjoy spending their free time doing. Um, but you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just grateful to be grateful. You know, it sounds super cheesy, but whoa, hey, you know, whoa. I don't know. Get you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. it's just mindfulness in general is such an important thing, and that's kind of another topic in and of itself. But God, the list sure certainly doesn't end there. But just you know, off the top of my head, right this second, um, there's just so many things to be thankful for. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's you know just a large number of things obviously that you can be thankful for. For this, I kind of wanted to just narrow down some of the things when I really think about being grateful and kind of, um, what means the most to me. Um, I'm super, I really value relationships. Relationships are, are huge to me. So I've been super blessed and I'm very grateful for the relationships that I have, um, in my life and whether that's with my family, um, who have been, you know, really lucky to have a great family and, or with you guys, um, this, those are relationships that I seriously value or, you know, my, um, with my wife, those are relationships that, when I think about it, those are the things that give me life and that I'm so grateful for. Um, and you know, on top of that, there's, I was, I was, I was lucky to be born into the place that I was. I have a lot of privilege. I've had a lot of opportunities because of it. I was able to go to college and, you know, um, not have to think about other things, like be able to do that, be able to put my focus into that. And, and now, you know, I have the opportunity to go to grad school and just honestly be pretty comfortable. Um, and so that's something that I'm, I'm really grateful for, but it also makes me, you know, you know, makes me think that I'm really grateful for the comfort that I've been able to live in and the opportunities that I've been afforded. That's one of the things, there's a couple of things I want to say about, about gratitude as well, is that the cool thing about gratitude for me is that it's not only beneficial for me, you know, in my, in my mental health and things like that, but it also makes me, it makes me think about, you know, people who don't have those things that I have that I'm grateful for right now. And I think it can give you a lot of perspective on, man, like, um, who maybe don't have the things that I have and the opportunities that I have, or at least just being, you know, conscious and, and aware of them. And then also I, I love this practice that we're doing of kind of sharing these things together. And also with you know, listening, because um, I think accountability can be a really cool part of um, a lot of times when we get kind of stuck on those negative things going on in life and the, all the things that seem to be, you know, going wrong to us. 
um, being able to have, you know, friends like you guys where we can say, Hey, let's talk like intentionally about this and let's, let's name some of those things. That's huge, I think. And accountability is a really cool piece of what you can do to, you know, just talk to your buddy and be like, Hey man, that's, you know, what, what are you grateful for today? What am I grateful for today? And I think that's really useful uh, in my mind. You didn't even mention, bro, you're six, six. Hey, that's, yeah, you know, that's different. Yeah. It's not you know, different. Cons. I, 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 I got a six, six. Bro, I got to crouch for chandeliers. All right. So I'm not grateful for it's that. Tough. But no, no I do like tough. being tall. I, I do like being tall. That's too bad. You have to crouch for chandeliers. I wish I could dunk ever. <laughs> it's not, hey. that's an action I will never be able to do. Hey, that's uh, only with that attitude. Yeah. Bro, if you just get your calves just absolutely yoinked, man, you can make it happen. All right, whatever. Oh, I'd like to say it because I know Tanner didn't. I'm thankful for Ty. What a great guy. Oh, what really a great guy. For um, but gosh, you know, uh, one individual specifically that I am so thankful for, um, and I know you guys please are me, too. Sea Dog. Oh, oh, Sea Dog. Oh, yeah. himself. <laughs> what? What a phenomenal human being. He's so to have him as a guest. We should. <laughs> we already have. Let's have him on again. <laughs> Let's have him on again. But no, gosh, he's he's just such a phenomenal friend. He's like, he's always there for you. He's always upbeat. He's always positive. He's always down to hang out and or talk or, yeah. or you know, whatever. Like, he's always there for you, even if he's, you know, in uh, Colorado or something. Yeah. Um, another, another thought that came to mind, man. Every episode, I like to give a challenge to our listeners. I think that's a pretty consistent thing. Here's my challenge to the listeners this episode. Everyone message Private message Connor and Gallus on Instagram, please. Send him a private message. Even we'll if go you ahead, don't know him, we'll go ahead and tag him in the Instagram post. Go ahead and message him. Even if you don't know him, uh, that's my challenge to you. And if you message him, please send me a screenshot of your message. And uh, I'd love that. So that's my challenge. I'm phenomenal. I'm in. I'll do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Ian and Luke it. will do it. Already now I need some everyone else to do it, please. It'd be so funny. <laughs> Deal. Deal. I mean, I think uh, just to kind of wrap up a little bit of our, our talk on gratitude, some of my final thoughts are, I mean, whether it's whether it's practical things or psychological things or neuropsychological things, um, it's pretty clear that, you know, being intentional and practicing gratitude is just extremely beneficial. And um, like we talked about, and I, I mean, it's, it's this way for me, sometimes it feels a little cheesy, um, but you know, being able to overcome that and just be like, Hey, this is something that's good for me and something that's going to benefit my state of mind, um, is I think something that's super important and something that we can all kind of, kind of work on. And I think doing it with your friends, like we've done is a huge, a huge way to help put that process along. So I just wanted to say that as kind of some final words. I don't know if you guys have any more to, to say about it, but, uh, if I may, I'd like to give out another challenge. Um, Reach out to the lo- to your loved ones, people, you know, your roommates, your housemates, you know, your family, friends, people you're close to, and just ask, like, what are you grateful for and why? And just start that conversation. It's so beneficial. It's one of the biggest reasons why I was so looking forward to this topic and this episode uh, specifically, like, and what Luke was saying before, just, the, you know, that accountability aspect of it. I think it's just important to check in uh, with your loved ones, see how they're doing, um, and really kind of take note of, of the good, positive things, um, in life. Message the pod, what you're grateful for, and maybe you'll get a shout out next episode. That's my final thought. (laughs) Are you guys ready to play a game? We got another Tanner game. We, I forgot we had a name for this segment. It's Tanner's, Tanner's games. 
As long as I don't get cheated this time, I'm ready. Hey, All right, no, let's play. Let's play a game. Do we get to post like another embarrassing picture of Ian or what? No, the, the prize today is um, you guys didn't agree to this, I know, but basically the loser is going to buy the winner a beer of their choice. And I guess Ooh, since I'm the game master, I'll go and say uh, $10 hard max on this. <laughs> yeah, well, that yeah, that gives you a lot of freedom with booze, so this really shouldn't be an issue. But just in case you were gonna try and just gouge the other one out of a, just like some <laughs> really obscure craft beer that they only have like one pint of left in the world, you have ten dollars. But that is what's on the line: a, a beer, okay. a classic I'll beer bet. Sure, yeah, like we'll $10 make sure max, ten ten dollar minimum. Ten dollar max. max. Not minimum. You can, max. Crazy, you can, uh, bro? You can, <laughs> I was gonna say that's how many beers confused. you know that are over ten bucks. Oh I know, gosh. that's why I was confused. Yeah, I, I want to give you freedom. Like ten dollars, there really shouldn't be anything above ten dollars, but I want you to be able to get what you want. So you can get a natty light, you can get whatever the freaking <laughs> heck, then whatever I'm you want. I'm gonna go for one natty light for me. <laughs> Alright. So here's the game that I thought of. And it might be the worst game ever, but I thought of it, it's what we're playing. Okay. What is going to happen is I'm going to play audio clips of famous people talking, and you're going to have to identify who they are. Oh, Ooh. man. Some of these people, well, they're all actors, they're all singers, but none of these are clips from their movies or their songs. These are just them talking. So this is kind of Ooh. like them and just their real-life elements. So you're going to identify. Now, I try to kind of start off with a few gimmies that you'll probably get right away pretty quick but it definitely gets hard and so i will say that the internet is open on this if you hear anything in the clip that gives a hint or if you just like you know the voice you know they're in a the certain movie and you don't know what they, what their name is i think that's definitely going to be the case with maybe a few of these um then you feel free to like try and look up the movie and try and identify who is that voice okay that's gonna be harder for me okay that's fine that's fine why is it just whoever yells it out first whoever yells it out first all right all right are you guys ready for the first voice yeah all right, here's yes, your sir. here's your clip. If it's work, and I'm not Morgan Freeman. Hurt. All right, there you go. <laughs> God, that's Luke with okay. one. Okay, okay. Like I said, it's gonna start out easy, but I think it'll definitely get hard. That was Morgan Freeman. If you couldn't tell, do you want to listen to the rest of the clip or no? No, we shouldn't. No, that's, that's it's not. It's not a fun clip. <laughs> All right, next one. Not really, but I've always been Soup like. Dog. Like the class clown. Ian, you're getting trashed, bro. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Gosh. Ian, you're getting trashed. I know, I'm aware. React. Next clip. <laughs> All right, that's Luke 2. And also, there's nine of these. Same as last time, there's nine. So, first to five wins, but we will go through all of them just for fun. So, Luke's at two right I'm for, now. I'm going for the shutout, so make sure we do all nine. Here's the last of the easy category. Because I've been drinking caffeine for years and i stopped about seven oh leave me soon oh oh dang it yeah oh, god yes. dang it let's go baby. On the tip of my <laughs> three luke this is zero oh, ian oh my god well ian they're about to get more not obscure these are definitely all famous people but their voices aren't quite as recognizable okay. so but i will give hints if we just can't get it but here we go okay, good yeah voice number four i had no idea that i was gonna marry her at that time <laughs> i just just reaver ian got it no shot, yes. bro. No shot. Yes. That was Ian. There must be a lag on my audio because I said that a mile before. There probably is a lag so on yours. You've been right having now. issues. Yes. I'm sorry. All right. No well, problem. Ian, okay. Luke, you're up 3-1. So. You can take it. You can add it. You can take it. 3-1. Go Cavs. All right. Nah, you're quick. <laughs> Number five. This is the first one. Well, I will see. This one you probably guys are going to have to Google. I think you will know the voice, but. The thing is we get questions in our head and 
uh, little voices that put us down when we were kids and all that. Oh. So I get over oh. that. That's what I've had to do is get over the, you know, whatever trouble. Oh, my and just, gosh. I carry a photograph of myself in my phone. Dude, I, I know who this boy. is. And I was a little confused kid, as we all were. And I look at him and say, we did okay, kid. No way. How am I not know this guy's yeah, name? Yeah, give me a hint. When you hit, when you hit. Let me, hold on, let me Google him real quick because I want to give a hint that's not just like super obvious. Also, kid, we can't just Google the hint. I feel like we should not be able to Google it. I feel like you should just give us hints. I won't. Um, all right, well, I'll, I'm going to name a movie that he was in. I don't want to name one. I'm going to not Google. I'm going to say this. I, I'm scared this is going to give it away. I'm, actually, this one should not give it away right away. But Thor Ragnarok. He was in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, I never saw it. Never saw it. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. He still doesn't. Oh. <laughs> no, he ain't um, not. No. Give me another. Do I have to know his hey, name or can I know his character? He was <laughs> in all the Thor movies. Uh, like, I already it? gave you the rules. You can Google it if you want. We can't change it, but that's kind of the advantage. Google if you know it. a movie he was in, you can Google the movie and try and decipher. But in the meantime, I'll say another hint. Uh, Westworld. I will also say Silence of the Lambs. What? Oh, 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 uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins? You got it. Let's go, baby. Oh. See, I felt bad because Ian knew the movie, so I had to give some hints to try I knew, and I knew it was Thor's dad. I knew it was Thor's dad. Yeah. Bro, when you said Silence of the Lambs, I just said Anthony Hopkins. Damn. I don't know. I didn't. I haven't really seen I've seen the Thor, like the first Thor, a long yeah. time ago. That's it. Silence of the Lambs is the most obvious one. I didn't want to say that one right away because I, I thought that yeah. might give it away too quick. All right, so that's Luke is at four, Ian's at one. That's Number six. One. And the bad thing is, Ian, I'm pretty sure you're not going to get this one. I'm sorry. But we'll see. <laughs> hey, I'm I not even sure if Luke will get this I one. I believe in you. you got Here we go. It's Thank incredible. You. I can't believe uh, we were all just, we, we did a dinner last night. We were all just talking about how far this journey has come from Inception. You know, and just to be voice. here at the premiere, uh, to see my brother Dave, you know, a part of it. And Dave. To see, you know, all the cast, new and old. It's uh, so beautiful. Ooh. I'll give you a hint. He's a musician, not an actor. Oh. Dude, that guy's got a silky voice, whoever that is. I don't know. It's a nice voice. Say. It's a real nice voice. We said Inception. Now I keep thinking of people from Inception, but then you're no, no, no. talking about the movie. Musician. Don't think Inception. There's a hint I could give that will give it away immediately. No, I guess. I don't want to. I mean, I'm trying to think. Hmm. What can I do that won't just give it away? Play that clip again. I'll say, uh, here's a hint that I didn't really know. Maybe you know this. His first name is Aubrey. Oh, Drake. That's Drake. There you go. <laughs> oh, I knew, I knew Ian. It. And that's also Dang five, it. so that's a winner for Luke. Keep going. But we're going to go through the rest because it's fun. This. Now, they're, they're getting harder. This one, I, these I last three. If I, get the, if I get these three, do I win? If Ian gets all three, he's the winner. If you get all okay, three, you win. Because these are three, hard. You get the dub. Let's go. Redemption. I think you will know these voices, but I do not think you will put a name to them. I think this will require Googling. Mm, okay. Here you go. Number seven. He doesn't think he's a villain. He thinks he's an administrator. <laughs> he thinks he's name. a president. I mean, he was very, very ambitious. And he contrived to become it by poisoning all his competition. So he's, he knows he's ruthless and merciless. Do you have any no. idea, or are you completely lost? I know that voice, but I have no clue what his name is. All right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that, that for that one, you're going to have to Google because I didn't. I wouldn't know his name, but like, I definitely knew his like heard his voice before. I just don't he know was, his name. He was in the Hunger Games. He was talking about the Hunger Games in that movie. In that quote, 
He was in the Hunger Games. Who did he play? Oh, he played. Oh, oh, bro. I know, I know, I know, I know. He's in the Italian job too. His name's Donald Sutherland. That's correct. Gosh, dang it, bro. He died recently. Did he die? Yeah. No, no, he's alive. It says. No shot. I thought he died. Let's look it up. Donald Sutherland. That's a happy day if Donald Sutherland is still alive. He's alive, dude. Hey, okay. Hey, he's that's alive. on me, Donald. I'm hey. sorry that I thought you what were dead, that, bro. Dude. What a good day. That is on me, dude. I love that guy. I knew I knew that voice. All right, I know from Italian job to... first. I'm uh, yeah, I know. I knew him from Italian job. That's definitely the voice. Like that's how I would have known. I hate that guy in Italian. Um, I didn't before see I do the next clip, uh, I'm gonna raise the stakes one more time. If I get these last two, I win. I think you should give it again, Luke, because these are gonna these are gonna get hard. Especially <sighs> the right, last man. one is going to that's be a little, hard. that's a little ridiculous. Redemption but time. Come on, bro. Okay, hit me. All Our right. first, I feel bad that I didn't do very many women, and by very many, I mean this is the only woman. Oh. Here's the first girl and the only girl. I'm sorry. No, that makes me feel good though, cause cause sometimes the most liked pictures like you Billie is Eilish. like another. Wow! I cannot believe you got that so fast. I thought Billie Eilish. Wow. I thought for sure that was gonna be like a tough one, like really joke. Wow. I watched an interview with Billie Eilish yesterday, so. You watched that yes. interview? Not that Did one. Watch no, I watched a different ones? one. Uh, no, it wasn't the hot ones. It was like an oh. interview she did with Rain Wilson, cause she's like a big Office fan. Huh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like. I don't feel like her voice is super iconic, but I thought it was like enough. Yeah, you might know. I, honestly, if I wouldn't have listened to that video, I would have probably had to like yesterday. I probably would have had to think about it. All right, I'm not giving you the if you get the if last you guys, one, you're winning. No, if shot. you guys can but, guess this but, one. But, 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 but if I get this last one, if you get it in two seconds, Ian, if you can okay. guess this one without googling, and this is on the honor system, I will buy you okay. a beer. Okay, my oh. hands are in the my but hands I, are on top. I of truly do not believe that you will you be don't able think to. Either of us will be able to. I think it'll be hard, even if you Google to guess this, this one. My hands are on my. Head. I will you say, you unless you just know it immediately, I'm going to assume you don't know it immediately. Listen to his voice and really try and decipher where you've heard this before. Hit me. That's what we've been doing. But you're going to have to really listen to this one. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, yeah. My my grandfather was was Papa. He was a farmer, very simple man. Oh, well, that's it. That's, that's it? it? No Sorry. shot. <laughs> that's this all you one, got? This is the last one. This is super hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my, my grandfather was, was Papa. Uh, he was a farmer. Very simple Arnold man. Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. Dang, bro, it sounds like Arnold. That's our first Give incorrect guess. Give me a hint. Papa's a farmer. Um, I'm, to, I'm not going to Google either, Ian. I'm gonna work I don't know those. much about this guy. All I know is from the one thing that you guys would know him from, but I'll just say he was in Star Wars. I'm not going to say which trilogy, but he was in... The Play series. one more time. Oh, oh yeah, man. yeah. My my grandfather was was Papa. Uh, he was a farmer. Very simple. James Earl Jones. You got it's... it, James Earl Jones. Oh my God. Give it to me, baby. Come on. This is... Did you? Oh, I, I'm surprised you knew that. I didn't. I just heard the name before, but I didn't know. And I felt like when I heard that, because he plays Darth Vader. For anyone who doesn't yeah. know, yeah. that's the Darth Vader voice. When you listen to it, like you can for a second, you can hear Darth Vader. Oh yeah, yeah. My my grandfather was was Papa. He was a farmer. When he says farmer, when he, when he, he says, says farmer, farmer yeah. when he says farmer, I, I can hear that from the Sandlot. He's in the Sandlot. He plays an old man oh, in the really? Sandlot, and that's how I know it. From that's him. how you knew it. You didn't know it from yep. Vader. No, okay. but that's like when I heard it. Like I had no idea it was Vader's voice. But when he said farmer, I was like, okay, I can kind of hear Vader behind that. Mm. I knew he was Vader's voice, but I definitely the only way I recognized that was from Sandlot. All right, I'm well, be totally honest. I knew going into this, I was not gonna win. You knew before you even knew the game, you were not gonna win. Yeah, but I was like, oh. Gosh, names. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a rousing defeat. Eight to one. Eight to one. 
Ian, which one did you get? You got Justin Bieber. I got Justin Bieber by a technical. Luke had a hint because I sent him a clip of Justin Bieber when I was... He even had a hint about Justin Bieber. Oh. I sent him a clip of Justin Bieber that I discovered while doing the research for this. I didn't even think about that. But uh, I thought you just found that. It was funny. (laughs) I just found it. I was just looking up Justin Bieber clips. I I was looking up Justin Bieber clips, but I wasn't just doing it for no reason. I was because I was getting clips for this. Hopefully we don't get copyright claim for any of that. All of those, I'm sure, are copyright. No, those were all just uh, uh, impersonations that Tanner did. So Actually, yeah, that's copyright claims you It's not like we're taking those. credit for or making money from it, so I think we're golden. Yeah, we aren't making money from this at all. But if you <laughs> want us to make not. money, feel free to Venmo me, <laughs> and I'll distribute that among the rest of us. <laughs> That was a good game, dude. That was a fun game. Did you like that game? I think when I first thought of the game, I was I was kind of scared it was going to be too hard. And then as I started to do it, I was like, this actually, I think this is going to be fun. That was good. It was like the weird ones like Anthony Hopkins and Donald next Sutherland. Time, next like, time I want movie quotes and we have to guess the movie. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Well, because we got to get Tanner into a game the, so he gets a punishment. Yeah, so also you guys got to put me in a game. Also... I thought about like movie quotes and stuff, but the issue is I kind of have to know. You know what, Ian? You should run the movie quotes game. Oh, yeah, deal. Well, uh, Ian, Luke, you haven't filled up your whole Letterboxd profile yet. Well, you've done it for your top movies, haven't you? I filled up a lot of them. Okay. Well, I, I put down, I pretty much marked every single movie I've ever seen on that website. Oh, my That's gosh. Impressive. Like, I'm not kidding. I spent hours putting down every single movie I have any recollection of watching. I marked as watched. And so, Ian, if you wanted to, you could look at my profile and Luke's profile, find movies that we've both seen, and then pull quotes from those, because then you could guarantee that we're both, like, at least have some working knowledge mm-hmm. of the, the content. Because I was kind of worried about doing that, because I didn't, I didn't want to do stuff that was too heavily favoring Luke, because I know Luke watches a lot of movies. I, I thought watch a lot of that, movies, bro. Yes. Like so said, more than Ian. I've, Ian doesn't uh, watch anything. Like I've yeah, said, I've been year, taking I a break from a screens. Time, Ian funny. watches the Avatar. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, that's your podcast, folks. All right, bye. That, whoa, hey, you know. <laughs> you can't just leave people like that, you know. Uh, just kidding, just kidding. They're Luke, like, do your thing. They like the sound of our voice. They like yeah, the sound of do. our voice, Kate. Okay? They don't want us to leave. Anyways, guys. Should we do but, a 24-hour recording? We do a live. Actually, I'll leave one. La- I'll leave on one last note about things. While I was doing the research for this, watching Morgan Freeman videos, he has this whole interview where he talks about how he got his voice to sound so good, and it was intentional. It was not just like a oh wow, my voice is nice. He says that he really focused on talking slower and deeper. He says the deeper your voice is, the better it sounds. And so that's wow. just that's our little thing takeaway. If you want to have a cool sounding voice, apparently just if talk deeper and slower. Better. So just you know, I. Better. Obviously, my voice has a lot of work, but uh, yeah, that's that's cool. That's my that's little cool. tidbit. Well, hey guys, thanks for talking. It was fun to chat again. It was fun to talk about stuff that we're grateful for. I'm gonna be hitting you guys up to hold you accountable. Hit me up. Okay. Remember to message and the podcast with your grateful message things. the podcast and also Leave message C Dog. Please message Connor. Like, subscribe, hit the hit all the buttons. That don't forget about the are, mailbag either. Are good. Yeah, we also we would love more uh, stuff for the mailbag. I haven't gotten new stuff in a while. I think you can still get to that just on our Instagram on our little tag thing. You should be able to still respond. We'll to put it, up so. some more stories to remind you. So we'll do it again. So, all right. Thanks everybody. Um, until next time, take some time to get to know yourself.